We face our fathers and roll up a lonely star in Clump Spirit Simulator Catamary Damacy this week on How Did This Get Played? this get played the show where we talk about the worst and weirdest weirdest emphasis weirdest video games of all time i'm your host heather ann campbell aside from across from nick weiger it's jarring because we're in a different studio than normal yes like than our normal studio yeah and my voice is happening first which doesn't happen very often on the it's happened a few times a few times i feel like we're we're setting up a we're, we're establishing new precedents yeah it's like you can you can drive episodes sometimes. I can just sit in the passenger seat and coast. Yeah. And uh, and of course, to my right, sitting at the head of the table where he normally is, but in a different studio, so it's thrown off the, our mojo, our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, Here's everyone. the thing yeah. that just happened to me, and I, I am familiar with the studio because I'm here every day. Yes. I almost forgot to say my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's off. Yeah. You had a, you, some uh, fan drew a gif of your catchphrase. So, a nice, nice uh, man. I think his uh, handle on Twitter and Instagram, at uh, Whiskey Samurai, animated me, turned me into a, a gif, and I've never been happier about anything. That's Hold great. On. What the fuck did you say? What? Uh, oh. It's the second best thing that's happened to me. The first being. No, before that, what the I, fuck did you say? I, what I heard it. GIF? I heard it too. Do you say, how am I supposed to say it? Just tell I'm me. A, I'm a hard G guy. I'm a hard G. Maybe this is a generational thing. Maybe this is you millennials out there with your uh, your socialism and your ass eating. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you say GIF instead of GIF. I but say, for me, I'm, I'm Gen X. I say GIF. Well, I, I say both. You say I, both? I say whenever I feel like saying GIFs, whenever I, I, I guess it's also the company that I keep. Right. So if I'm, if my, if I'm with my like younger cousins, then I'll say a certain way. But if I'm with my adult friends, then I'll say it another way. So, mm. yeah. But I don't know. I guess I say how I feel, gif or jif. Wow. I think I, I say both. it the right way. So I, I I think I'm right. Well, look, let's not let this overshadow the key development, which is that you got you got gift or gift. Yes, and that was very exciting to me. And I it looked great. I sent it to my mom, and she did not understand. <laughs> <laughs> you love that giraffic... <laughs> Interface format. <laughs> okay, I see how Got it em. could be wrong. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. How have you guys been? Other than that, you've been okay? I wrote that question down on my iPad to help me remember <laughs> to make small talk. And right after that, it leg- legitimately says, look up from the iPad and focus on responses you see in the moment. <laughs> uh, you, you've, uh, like, I'm learning from you that I have to have some notes for myself for eye contact because that would be helpful. Yeah, it says, it's in big capital letters, focus on responses. Yes. 
Uh, so how have you guys been? Oh my God. What is, um, what the hell is going on here today? I was determined not to drive this podcast off a cliff. <laughs> you told me to drive. Don't be a fucking kid behind the wheel. You're She's doing driving. great. I am driving. You're doing, doing good. Great. I'm fucking driving. Step on, you're stepping on the gas. I'm I love it. I'm stepping on the gas. I'm doing really good. I've been recently made into a GIF. <laughs> oh my <Hey>. God. <laughs> All the accolades. You got this. Okay. Um, I now, feel, are you a meme yet? Oh, please. For the love of God, do not meme me. I couldn't handle it if you meme Someone me. has to accept this challenge and do it. Someone meme him, please. No, dear listeners, please. I'm begging you. Do not meme me. Oh, he'd hate it if you memed him. What? I don't. Yeah. I freaking love memes. Do your worst. <laughs> I... I'm, I'm doing I'm doing bad. Um, huh. So that's my answer to your question. I'm doing, You're bad. Just doing bad. Yeah, I'm doing bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, but like, hey, we've got a we've got a, the a good thing is that we get to play a fun game in advance of this episode. Yes, we, we get did. to talk about it a we little did. bit. We did. And before we talk about that, though, before we ascend into gaming heaven, I think we should descend into gaming hell. Oh, interesting. I think we should spend sixty six seconds talking about. <laughs> Talking about a game that we didn't like, and I actually had a question prep. Yes. I uh, so Nick, in the next sixty six seconds. Yes. In gaming hell, can you recall a uh, level that you never were able to beat, or a boss you were never able to beat? For example, the minecart in Donkey Kong mm. Country. Is that your answer? No, that was yours. <laughs> <laughs> I beat that shit. Okay. Uh, I will wait. I'm trying to think of one. Just start the clock. Just right, so, while he all right, thinks. The clock is going. There was a fucking. There was. You did make me think of a Donkey Kong Country game, though. Mm-hmm. One of the ones that was out on not Tropical Freeze. The one that was on the. I think it was DK uh, DKCR Donkey Kong Country Returns for the DS or okay. the 3DS. Okay. And there was a fucking. There's a jetpack level, and I hated the jetpack level so much, and the last level was a jetpack level. I think so. Okay. Fuck, whatever the last level was, it, it, it pissed me off, and I just used whatever the thing was to skip it and just skip straight to the boss, and it was very unsatisfying. Okay. So that's that's one answer that comes to mind. Okay. Great. So you, so that's what, that was your ga- gaming hell was that jetpack level. Yeah, I got pissed off. And I was like, I got to use some sort of item. To, you know what? The jetpack item might have been what bypassed the level. I maybe just have this. this uh, my brain is just soup now. I, so. uh, I, my, my uh, unbeatable thing was I went to uh, Akihabara and went to an arcade and played Street Fighter 3 against a stranger. And I spent $30 quarter at a time and never, ever, ever beat him one wow. time. time. <laughs> wow. Were you switching up characters? You sticking with your main? You tried everything. 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 And this guy just shithoused yeah, you. Just like a dude with a cigarette fucking play like and he was tired of playing me. Right. <laughs> tired of it. Uh, we have a special uh, guest here in the uh, studio today. We have a, a host, an actress and a gamer, lifelong gamer. I don't know. Uh, Shauna Baker in the uh, studio today. Hello. Hi, Hello. Shauna. Hello. I am Hi, Shauna. a long time gamer. Actually, my mom is the one that got me into video games. Wow. Like my mom is a young mom and she used to like beat bosses for me and like I'd be like mom I'm like beat this boss and she would like beat the boss and she'd give me back the controller or she would teach me how to like cheat games and stuff middle lives and all that stuff on like Super Mario Brothers and my mom like literally got me into video gaming so I've been playing since as long as I could remember wow this is cool mom that's really cool yeah what systems were in your house 
every system that came out. Wow. <laughs> we wow. just kind of upgraded right. like, throughout the thing. We would sell one or sell, like I'm from our Indian reservation, so we would sell like one of our consoles and then we would like, or we would trade it or my, mm-hmm. grandma, my mom would just like give it away and we just end up with a new console. So I guess like I was very lucky that I had a gamer as a mom that I got the like Christmas presents, of, like console Christmas presents all the time. So hell yeah, yeah, yeah. But but she would like kind of overtake my like Christmas presents. She would like kind of like play. I'm like, mom, it's my turn. She's like, one more game. So so I had to wait. So I think I think it's different. It's different having a gamer as a mom, right? For sure. Yeah, I can imagine. I like that was not a thing with my family at all. My parents did. I mean, I think to this day kind of don't really understand video games, although my dad has played a few. My mom's never messed around with mm-hmm. them. Uh, I will. I, I'm curious because, you know, they're, they're, what happened with a lot of families, you mentioned you had every console is that you either went down, you either were a Nintendo family or a Sega family, or I guess generationally, Sony some people family. are like, are you? Yeah. Are you a Sony family or a Nintendo family? I went like Nintendo. Nintendo. Got it. And then I got the, like, Sega Game Gear. Oh, wow. Okay. And I kind of, like, hopped all over the place. But, like, definitely my home base is the Nintendo world. Okay. And then as adulthood happened, I ended up, like, with the PS4 thing. It, Little Big Planet. That's what oh, wow. That's wow. what got me into PS, PS3. Because I'm like, oh, the double joysticks. This seems crazy. You know, but Little Big Planet was such a cute game where I'm like, oh, he's so cute. Little sack boy is, like, so adorable. <laughs> so then I eventually got into, like, you know, into... Not Little Big Planet. No, no. Yeah, Little Big yeah, Planet. Yeah, Little yeah, Big yeah. Planet. The sock, sack boy. Yeah. And then I eventually got into Call of Duty. And then, you know, the like. That's a leap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. It was my boyfriend. My boyfriend at the time was like, play with me. I'm like, let's play Little Big Planet. And I'm like, he's like, let's play Call of Duty. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> and he's like, you like this zombies game. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I played it. And I was really good. So. You're good at Call of Duty. I'm really good. Wow. At, at the Kino Der Toten map specifically, no one has ever beaten me on the levels. Saying Whoa. I carry everyone, but you have to like with the PS3, like you kind of have to like have someone as backup that knows if so. Then you could go in your pee breaks. You're like, hey, can you just circle around the map? I have one zombie that's following me. <laughs> give you the controller, and I'm like, I usually give it to my. I have a twin sister. I give it to her, and she's not really good at it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, do not die. It's, there's one zombie. Let me go to the bathroom and grab some food, and I'd come back, and then I'd rush back. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I've been playing this game for 10 hours. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, but she had this look of devastation. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what happened? He was a crawler. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I kind of, like, jumped all over the place. Right. And now I just kind of play everything, I guess. You have your own Twitch channel, right? Yeah, yeah. Stream? Twitch, twitch.tv slash Shauna Baker. Uh-huh. Um, I mostly play Overwatch lately. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, I'm a multi-streamer. Okay. So if, if a game is like, I'm like, oh, there's the comp is over on Overwatch, so I'm going to play something else. I'll play the new, like, Call of Duty right now, even though I really suck at it. <laughs> I really suck at it right now, literally. I, I grabbed the, um, I'm now a new PC player. Okay. So i switching from, like, you know, control, PS4 controller yeah. to keyboard and mouse. I'm like, oh man, it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, hard it's learning. Oh my gosh, it's so hard learning. I, yeah. I had the opposite issue because I started playing FPSs on on with KBM with uh, on PC, mm-hmm. and so the dual analog sticks have never really clicked for me. Like I can try to make it work, but just like for for FPS controls, I'd much rather have a mouse and keyboard. I so I started 
at arcades was my very first video game ex- mm-hmm. experiences. So I started with joystick. Okay. So when we got uh, the master system, they had to get me a joystick because I couldn't use the you thumb You couldn't pad. use the game pad. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, because I, I, that was like a huge thing. And I think like, you know, uh, most people who are, again, if you're like match generation or younger, uh, you didn't experience the innovate the like creation of the gamepad and how huge that was for gaming like gaming went from this thing where you were like it it went it was directional based with joystick control at Atari 2600 and and arcades to all of a sudden now it's like more like button uh, based like it's more like the the actions are different mm-hmm. it was it it like totally changed like single button directional shit versus like multi buttons. And then the directional is handled by one thumb is just such a different way of controlling. Have we talked on this podcast about how I think it was GoldenEye or maybe it was Perfect Dark Mm -hmm. was the first time you could use both N64 controllers in separate hands and use dual analog control? I think that's come up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds familiar to me. Because I think about it. (laughs) 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 Think about it all the time. Would you, so if you were to, Sean, if you describe yourself to a person, do you lead with gamer? Are you like, well, you know, I'm a gamer and uh, an actress? Or would you be like, I'm an actress and I also play video games? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm an actress, and but I feel like gaming turned into. I actually had a PS3 when I had my, when I had PS, my PS3. I would I was too much into when I first moved to LA, mm-hmm. like almost eight years ago. I was a like too into playing the video games where I'm like, okay, that's it. This is totally counterproductive with what with what I'm doing. Right. I moved to LA for acting, and I'm playing video games, you know, for like hours and hours a day. So I'm like, so I put it away in my closet, and then that was it. I'm like, all right, I can't play that anymore because it's counterproductive. And um, I got into social media on Instagram and YouTube, and my um, YouTube MCN, which is basically a YouTube agent, um, he was like, well, like, let's try to grow your channel. It's like, what do you do? Do you like... Um, do you, do you do like skits? Do you do this? Do you do that? Like, what would you like to do? And, he, and I'm like, well, I game. And he's like, are you a real gamer? Or are you just one of those like fake gamers? I'm like, what is a fake gamer? I don't even understand what that means. So, so anyways, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I played video games all my life. And he's like, what do you play? I'm like, well, I play this and this and this. And so I just, one of my friends from Canada just happened to be visiting me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, don't stream on YouTube. Because I was like, I bought a PS4 and I was going to like test out the streaming right. thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't stream on YouTube, stream on Twitch. Like, I'm like, what the heck is Twitch? And he set up a channel and then I've been on that since. And and it's it's such a stress reliever, you know, because mm. I'm like, man, I'm like, I had a terrible day. I just want to like shoot things, you know, <laughs> so you got to go on your, and you got to like talk to people. It's, a right. social, it's a, such a social experience for me. For me, it's like streaming. It's my stress reliever. I'm like, oh, wow. I just want to stream. I just want to play video games. I just want to like, you know, sometimes I have a glass of wine. I have a wine Wednesday. And <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have my glass of wine and I'll play like what, like whatever. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, streaming on Twitch is a stress reliever for me. So um, it's my happy place. Uh, but I, I am an actor first. Right. And, but I've always been a gamer. Twitch feels intimidating I mean, in part because it's public. Yes. Uh, but also because, like, I, I performance anxiety of playing a video game, like, it's already hard enough to play a video game. I it's can't so imagine mm-hmm. an audience. It's stressful to have an audience, yeah. yeah That's, like, I'm so, like, I, I fuck, I'm going to fuck this up. Like, I know how to do this. I'm going to fuck it up because people are watching me. It's like the people, I think, I, I liken it to people who can play guitar in private and then the right. people who can play guitar and sing at the same time. 
Like, yeah. that's what it feels like you can do. <laughs> I, th- I think with Twitch, it's just you just kind of have to roll with it. If you accidentally, right. like, jump off the cliff on Overwatch, then you just kind of have to laugh it off. You know, mm. like, you, you can't have anxiety of people, like judging you play mm. and also it's it's so weird because i find that like i've i've played off stream and i'm so used to like street like playing and then dying and then automatically looking at my second monitor to like talk to chat i'm like oh yeah i'm not streaming right now why do i keep looking oh right you, it's a it's a uh, like you the get more that muscle you stream, memory you, yeah it's muscle memory for sure so you just you just get used to it it just becomes a part of like streaming and talking to people and and the social anxiety literally the more you do it the more it'll just like it, you won't even realize that you're streaming in front of like however many people are like watching your stream. Great. So so I will never I perfect. will never make it past <laughs> that first step. I've I've hopped yeah I was yeah, going please no 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 I'm cutting you off you go I I'm going to remember what I said so you I'm just going to say I've hopped on some other people's streams and I've enjoyed the experience I've never really streamed myself but it would go go on please yeah but you can also like because you do podcasts you can mm. easily just talk about there's different things on Twitch it's mm-hmm. just like you can do IRL where you're just like talking talking the shit whatever relax whatever there's gaming and then you could switch off you can be like oh you know what I'm done with games i'm just gonna finish my glass of wine on wine wednesday right. and just like hang out with you guys what's up guys so it's like yeah. you can take breaks it's not like you're you're gaming the entire time i mean you can so your channel your rules you could do whatever the heck you want um i might steal your if i stream i might steal your wine wednesday idea but kind of do do a wine weekday there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we had the same bit occur in our heads <laughs> like you crazy on monday i was like oh right on tuesday i could do it if i was drunk yeah. maybe <laughs> Uh, what time am I streaming? Wine o'clock. <laughs> oh my god! If you had to pick your favorite game of all time, what do you think it would be? Do you know offhand? Or a favorite game? It doesn't. I don't know. That, that was a lot of pressure. No, no, it's 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 not. I guess the orid the. Mario Kart for sure. Like the for Super Nintendo or for all of them. Uh, I don't know. I like all of them. Mm. Um, and I've been the same character from the beginning. Who's like your I, character? I go princess, and if she's taken, I go Yoshi because they <laughs> play very similar. Mm. Me and my sister, we used to like fight over princess and Yoshi. So as soon as like the the if you have the two controllers plugged in, you you would have to like rush to the box to grab the things. Right. So, like. You know, so but yeah, the the second controller favors princess, so I didn't mind being second controller <laughs> because I got princess right away. But my sister didn't really get it. Where I'm like, whatever. I'm like, you'll always be Yoshi, girl. You'll always be Yoshi. Did you have two like actual controllers? Because that's a big thing at some houses. They'd have one like actual controller that came with the system, and then like one shitty like. Yeah, we literally yeah. had to get games that had like two players or more. Oh wow. You know, like Ninja Turtles, and. My, we would the, fight. The NES Ninja Turtles? The, like, or the Super school, Nintendo one? The Super Nintendo one. Okay. So we would fight over killing the bad guys in the points, mm-hmm. and whoever was first, who's walk because it's like you could only walk right or left. There's, you know, it's not like games like we have now. But my mom, um, we would fight over, like, who was killing most of the bad guys. And we're like, stay on your side. Stay on your side. So my mom grabbed, like, duct tape. And put it in the middle of the... <gasps> wow. <laughs> wow. Like on a She's sitcom. Like, you stay on your side. You stay on your side. And then it solved all the problems. But I have very nostalgic memories playing Ninja Turtles because of the point system, basically. <laughs> and I would always get the most points. Shannon. <laughs> I was in an a, a apartment once where they were trying to solve the 
everybody can see where everybody is uh, GoldenEye problem. Yeah. Right. Uh, and they built, like, they put cardboard a cardboard divider horizontally on the screen, like, like sticking out from the screen. Yeah. Okay. And one person would sit sort of underneath, effectively, a table, and the other person would be above oh the God. table. Wow. So that you couldn't see where the other person was. I've seen, ah. I've seen solutions like this on, like, in... in Pictures online, but I didn't realize I didn't realize you experienced this IRL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. it was only one apartment. Like it wasn't yeah. like it was my setup, because I'm just not a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing. I was just always like, like, like I would. I'm not going to look at someone else's screen mm-hmm. because that violates the code. That violates my personal ethical code. I'm not going to do that. I want to try to win on on my own merits, especially on like. On things like Mario Go Kart, because if you're playing with four people, you can easily like look into the right, like you're over there. Right. You know, I definitely cheated as a kid for sure. I'm like, I'm gonna get you. I totally, you would not want to play with me. <laughs> <laughs> like nine year old Sano, you'd be like, wow, what a B. What a B? What a B. Oh, like bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm trying to I censor have... myself for you guys. Show. No, this is a. Oh, this you can is let it fly. We're, NC we're bad. 17. This yeah. is a trash show for. I have for all little people. cousins. So I'm like, I'm oh, got it. talking. I mean, they're adults now. Yes. But I've, just, I've been trained my entire <laughs> life. Not all of them, but I've been trained my entire life to be like, don't swear. You call people a bee or whatever instead. So like now it's just weirdly conditioned. Mm-hmm. I For like a half second, I thought you meant B-E-E. And then I was like, oh, because you, you got a sting? I guess I was trying, I was trying to piece <laughs> it together. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I remember getting Super Mario Kart for, I got it for Christmas one year. And it was like, I was just on like the Super Nintendo one. And I was like, ama- like just this is, it was just so much fun. I was just like, how was it so fun? I was just like, couldn't stop playing it. And then me and my brother were fucking playing each other. And our cousins were like over for Christmas dinner. We weren't paying any attention to them. It was just like, it was like the... Just such a joyous day of gaming. I remember oh, playing that yeah. for the first time. It's, totally it's so fun. The, fun. the like the battle mode. The battle mode, yes. To, like, with the balloons. Yeah, the balloons. I think that was the, the most like fun part of it. Um, I wanted because you mentioned Ninja Turtles for Super Nintendo, which I think was yet yeah, that was the adaptation of the arcade version. They also made Turtles. They also brought Turtles in Time to um, the Super Nintendo. Did you ever play the original NES uh, Ninja Turtles game? Because that's a legendarily terrible game that I had as a kid. Um, it was like that had it had this these like side it had a mix of an overworld map um, and then like these like side scrolling sections that yeah, were just that's impossible. The game I was that's about. the game you were that's thinking that's about. The game I was about. <laughs> wow, the Jesus. the NES yes. Ninja Turtles. You have to get Shredder Holy and all shit. that stuff. Yeah, that yes. yeah. This game was this is a game I gave up on. This game uh, I rented and gave up on the dam level, like the the, the yeah the dam one where you yeah you swim. have to jump over you have to jump over you. you do you swim? I don't think yeah, you swim. Yeah, you swim in the dam oh level. Gosh, it's been so long. It's been a while. But yeah, that game, this fucking nightmare level yes. that's up on the screen right now where if you touch anything, you get electrocuted. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's impossible. That's exactly where I, I quit. Yep. Just trying to navigate Raphael through that fucking corridor. Oh, so Raphael like, was sucks. your guy? Yeah, I like Raphael. Okay. I mean, I was, I was at the right strategic move. I don't know. I, just, I went Donatello. Yeah, Donatello had the, I mean, I reach. know in the arcade version he had the reach. Had the reach. Mm-hmm. I don't remember in the NES game who had what advantage. I just. I think every, like, little boy wanted to play Raphael. Yeah. Like, all the other were... colors, they were like, nah. You know, they're like, no. Or I, I don't remember their names you, anymore. You thought but... you were cool but rude. That was my whole thing. And I. The, Raphael's the one with the double dig. Yeah, he's yeah. got he's got the sigh. Uh, the Michelangelo is more of a party dude, and so a lot of people, gra- a lot of kids gravitate towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, Leonardo leads, of course, uh, and Donatello does machines. 
So I, I is it Donatello the stick? Yeah, yeah, he's a stick yeah. guy. They get the bow stick. Sorry, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I don't remember any of like the backstory of it. I no. remember playing the video games. <laughs> <laughs> the introduction of Ninja Turtles being the game is pretty great. Yeah, I, I assumed it was the arcade game the whole time that the Super Nintendo one, but that that it was the NES one. This impossible fucking gauntlet of a game. The NES also had the arcade game. Come, come, yes, they had yes. they had an arcade. Ver- they had like a really like it was, it was actually a very impressive port. Yeah, really that they were was. able to pull that off on an eight bit hardware. Yeah, I, I recently went to, and it's so weird because I'm on the dating apps and I feel like people find out I'm a gamer mm-hmm. and they all think they're original by bringing me to the arcade bar. Uh, oh, <laughs> and, I'm like, and I have to pretend that like oh I've never been here before. <laughs> hey, like Jack, another like Jack and Go or whatever you know. I'm like another Cabernet, but I'm like they all think they're being original with right. Because they're like oh. I saw on your Instagram that you're a gamer. Like, and they pick you up and they bring you here. I'm like, wow. Like, I've go- I'm not even kidding you. I've gone on like six different days at the same like kind of bar. I'm like, guys, you guys aren't being original. You're not being original. I like the idea that the bartender just kind of like slides your drink across <laughs> without ordering it. And I'm like, I'm here again. I'm yeah. like, how original. Yeah. Pretending to be surprised by, oh, wow, missile command. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so so uh, you mentioned some uh, you mentioned some some two player games you would play with your sister. Are you someone who's more of a like, are you more into competition or you're more into co-op when you're doing multiplayer i i hmm i like playing with people for sure right i like team game like team-based games where you help each other you like with overwatch yes i like it same with like um destiny 2 because you're working with people and you you know you're like Killing people together. Yeah, that shit's so together. fun. So I like I like playing games that are with other people. Um, I did play try playing Red Dead, and I had to stop playing because I got the spoilers. Red Dead Two that I got the spoilers. That, oh no! Mm, oh, I'm no. not gonna spoil yeah. people, but I'm not gonna spoil. It's, it's, it's been out for a while. I okay. Also Am I allowed? Okay. <laughs> I haven't finished it. I'm not gonna I would get... like to, but okay. I'm not going to. Okay, because I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't need your guys' community being like, wow, you bitch, <laughs> you ruined Red Dead for me. He dies. What? So anyway, so like, I, I stopped playing story mode because I'm like, no, I didn't finish it in time, and I know he dies. I'm like, so I, I there was a level where I'm like, is this a level where he dies? Right. And I'm I'm like, so I don't want to see him die. So I didn't finish the story mode, but I go, it's the only like first like player, like with the like story mode game that I actually liked. Oh. I'm not a story like Oh, so this player, is the first one where he dies. But I actually like, yeah. Okay. I've played that one all the way. Yeah. The okay. The I, second one I couldn't, like you have to like press 15 buttons to open a jar in the second <laughs> one. <laughs> it's really slow. I mean the Red Dead 2. I've, I didn't play Red Dead 1. Mm. I didn't wait, play the first one. Wait, he dies in both of them? Oh, shoot, I'm sorry. Well, it's, a different, it's a different guy. Yeah, yes, it is. It just... is a different guy. They both fucking die? <laughs> Look, you know, that's how, that's, those are stories. They just repeat themselves. Yeah, Things so happen in finished. cycles. I it's like Star finished. Wars. Welcome they, to the Wild West. Why would they think at the end of that game that you'd be like, that it would be cathartic if they did it again. Uh, I'll know. say that the, that's like if there's an heiress in every Final Fantasy game. The the heightening of the death in two is uh, is 
grimmer and much worse, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished because I don't want to see him die. Right. Well, now I want to play it to the end. Now that I know that he's gonna that he's going to die, because then I can make him a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> I read that the original ending that didn't test well that they swapped out for this one was uh he, he married yeah yeah he kisses his horse. <laughs> <laughs> was that what you were gonna say? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry. That's all right. It worked out. There's so many compilations because it, it during story mode of like clips of me accidentally killing my horse, or me, <laughs> me punching the horse and it runs away, or like me running off the cliff. I'm like, man, I'm like, how many times? I'm literally look like the like animal, like the number one animal cruelty person on Red Dead Two because oh yeah, every one of my per- my horses have been punched by me by accident. I feel very very bad harming animals in games, and I get very upset by anyone that like is into right? that. Like it's just right? like it's, it's psychotic to me. Right. But that said, in real life, you're fine with it. Yeah, in real life, it's (laughs) totally fine. Um, That said, in this, this game, this game, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Like, I like it. I like, like, the hunting part of it. Yeah, I like that there's there's a cat that I can fucking roll over. Oh, well, you're talking about today's I'm cat, game. I'm talking about this. Th- right, today's you're talking game. about transitioning into the actual topic? Yeah. Hey, I mean, we could do that. I mean, we don't have to. No, we. I mean, we should. In Katamari Damashi, you get to run... Uh, did I say that right? It's Katamari Damacy. Katamari Damacy. Katamari Damacy. But I hear them saying like a she sound, but I guess that's just a slightly different pronunciation. Yeah, it's a different phone. Katamari Damacy. Yeah. Um, it's uh, like you, you're, you, when you roll over a living creature that's been antagonized, you, it's very, very satisfying. Yeah. Yes, it is. I chase them after. Like, yeah. I'm like, you kill me before, pig. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. When I'm big, I'm going to get you. And it's weird because at first they're like charging at you. Yes. And then once you're bigger, they know they're running away. And then, and then I'm like, I don't get the circumference of the ball thing big enough because I'm like, I'm, my mission is just to kill the pig. <laughs> I'm like, you guys made me lose so much crap. There's a, there's an, there's a mission I feel like about midway through, I don't know I call it a mission. There's a level about a, a, the midway through where there's a you're underneath a car and there's a whole bunch of rats and there's like cheese and batteries and you're tr- and like you can kind of savvily roll through and get the cheese and batteries, but the rats are just fucking charging at you. And it, the most sat- like one of the more satisfying moments I've had, at least in this playthrough, I played the game when it was originally out, was was getting big enough to go back and just wreak vengeance on all those fucking rats, <laughs> just bowling over all of them while they yelp in dismay. We should we should describe what this game is because yeah. it's fucking bananas if you haven't played so, it. So Katamari Damacy was developed by Namco under Keita Takahashi and published by Namco as part of a school project in the Namco Digital Hollywood Game Laboratory and it cost less than a million dollars to make. Wow. Features music by Yumiaki and tells the story of a tiny prince who's like five centimeters tall, who's charged with replacing the stars in the sky after his father, the king of all cosmos, has destroyed them while drunk. So the prince is asked to roll up objects on Earth with a sticky ball called a katamari, and he sends them up into the sky uh, to replace the stars. And so the action of the game is like tank controlling mm-hmm. a little tiny, tiny, tiny dude behind a sticky ball, and you roll over everything on the planet Earth. Right. Sl- like you start with a paperclip. And as you collect those little tiny objects, your ball gets larger and larger. It's also been called a snowball simulator. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, but instead of snow, except in the second game, you do use snow. But instead of snow, it's paper clips, rubber bands, mice, cats, dogs, cars, buildings, 
And then eventually countries themselves. Yeah. Sometimes an umbrella that you can't tell how big it is and you get frustrated because it's like, wait, that I feel like I should be able to roll over that umbrella yeah. and you have to come back a little later. Uh, I, I will say that the that the the what the thing a lot of people have zeroed in on for criticism for this game is the controls, which I feel like it's an artistic choice to make them intentionally unwieldy. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like you're, you know, the tank controls are, that's, that's, you're not supposed to be super precise with this fucking gigantic ball that you're rolling through the physical world that is kind of a, a you know, malformed, right? That, that, that's felt like a creative choice to me. I honestly have never had a problem with the controls. It just seems, it, it, it's hard for me to understand that the controls would be a problem. They're so direct. I don't know. It took me literally 10 minutes to figure out how to charge and roll on the, like, switch. I'm like, how the hell do you charge and roll? Yeah. I literally had to look online because I'm like, and they're like, and there's literally uh, Reddit articles and all these articles of, like, this is how you charge. I'm like, okay, thank God I'm not the only one that has had an issue like this. Like, I'm like, I'm a gamer. This is embarrassing. Right. <laughs> I do think that the switch, the translation of the controls from the original PlayStation controller to the Switch, they suffer. Because the the sort of, the synergy of having both your thumbs in one place and you press both of them forward in one place, both of them backwards in one mm -hmm. place, mm -hmm. that felt natural. I, I When I played it on the Switch, I was like, oh, this is, this feels like I'm walking sideways. Oh, for sure. Because the, the, the joystick is in like, a weird, like they're not symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, because they're like you're the thumbs up here, the other thumbs down here. Oh, yeah, because the joy compositions. Yeah, I, I, um, I mean, I, I love. I'll just say I love this game. I, I played it when it originally came out for for PS2. It's. I mean, we should just touch on how fucking weird it is. Oh, yeah. It's, like, so fucking weird. Like, the in, this intentionally low-poly art style, which a lot of people... I remember, I had like, a kind of... I had, like, a, a doofus-y Grand Theft, Theft Auto-only gamer friend at the time this came out, who's just like, those graphics are so bad. <laughs> like, not understanding that this yeah. was, like, an artistic decision to make it... this To give it this this retro aesthetic. Just, like, game's ugly. And, and, and it, like... It, you're and, like, you're ugly! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did say... Exactly that. <laughs> I got the shit beaten out of it. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a low poly game. Yeah. In part to service the aesthetic of the game, which was this early 2000s. I mean, I feel like that art style was everywhere in yes. like the early mid 2000s. Well, also, I think that, that and, and I'm somewhat impressed by the, the technology of this game because basically everything in the physical world is an object. There isn't a lot of just like straight level geometry. That's basically just the ground. If there's a wall, eventually you can get big enough to roll into that wall and absorb that wall. Like same deal with buildings. Um, there's a lot of the, the gating in this game is a highlight for me. It's just like, like it's so elegant the way that areas are divided from one another and then you just r get big enough to be able to roll over the fence that is keeping you from getting into that new area and that, that fence becomes a part of your Katamari. Uh, just, just I, I love that from a design perspective. Yeah, it's, it's a great game. Yeah. Uh, but the story <laughs> justifies <laughs> the action of the game is that your abusive father. He's a fucking jerk. He is mean to you no matter what so you mean. do. He, he's disappointed in you. He speaks in the royal we. Uh, so it's not just that he's disappointed. It's that we're disappointed in you. And every size Katamari you deliver is kind of like, huh, that's, that's – I have a quote from early on in the game where it's like uh, – when when you appear on the on the play playing field for the first time, he's like, "You forgot your own planet." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. It took me a minute to because when he first started talking, when you first hear his voice, 
well, not that it's a voice, but I'm like, where? I'm like, why does that sound familiar? I'm like, oh, record scratching. <laughs> it's record scratching. Yes. His voice is basically a record. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just text with a with that sound effect, and the the dude is fucking jacked. He's got like this amazing like Adonis physique, but then a weird like a uh, fast food mascot head. Yeah, it's it's everything is so. And then oh, and then he he got what, a big old dick too. He's got a big old dick. Um, <laughs> Not that you can see it, no, but you can tell that he's got a big old. dick. You he can just, just kinda, absorb that BDE. Yeah, he exudes it. Yeah, I I, th- I will say that the. That I love the king. I don't like how mean he is, but I just like how he looks. He just looks so cool. I wish he was still like a cosplay staple because it's just like such a fucking awesome looking character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, but I think part of like how the, the, you know, the game didn't. I don't know. It's it's weird because like, what is the legacy of this game? Maybe I'm jumping too far ahead, but like, it's it, it feels like a game that was like very very impactful and like has, has had a, has had a long tail even though it's not like none of the follow-up games were really as as successful. I think you could argue that Goose Game is a descendant of Katamari Damacy. Right. Because I think that the um the first time that a uh that like an American audience was introduced cuz this game originally wasn't released in the United States and then it sort of built up this like fan demand and then they brought it out here and it was a success. And I think that that encouraged uh, all of the publishers to bring out their weirder games and right. to mm-hmm. expand the vocabulary <laughs> of gamers beyond just Bioshock. Well, you mentioned Little Big Planet, and I almost feel like that could that yeah. owes its existence to some on some level to this. And it's certainly with the with the physics that it See, has. The, oh, I was try, I've been trying to think of the the name of this one uh, NDS game where you can play with like you have this like house, and then you're in this village, and then you get to talk to like you get to play with other people. I I don't know why I can't think of it. And I used to play it all the freaking time. Not Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah. There we go. I'm like, why can't I think of it? It has that same because you were talking about how the father's mean, and I feel like on Animal Crossing, like if you don't catch enough, like a big enough fish, they're like, oh, your fish is small. Like bring that back. Like your sea bass was terrible. Is that so it's tr- like true that happens in Animal yes, Crossing? Yes, it does. You're they suddenly like, you're suddenly intrued. Now yeah, I'm in. No, now literally, I'm in. they kind of like make fun of you throughout Animal Crossing through this like the same sort of way. They're like, oh well, like you're not good enough. I mean, they do it for like in a nice way for yeah. little kids, I guess. But I mean, in a gentle, I don't know if it's training like kids to be like, hey, like guess what? People are mean in the world this is like a training thing for you yeah no matter how hard you try people will still be very upset at you yeah (laughs) stop damning with faint praise i'm just trying to collect enough bells to get tom nook off my back (laughs) (laughs) is it is it i don't know enough about art to be able to say oh the art style of this is blank but is it murakami who has the art that is similar to this, or am I saying that all pop art looks the same? Um, oh I, I don't God. know. I don't know enough about art to be able to that guy, make that judgment. Doesn't that kind of look like Katamari Damacy? Or am I crazy? I mean, I think I think color wise, maybe it's the same. It's a similar palette. Oh my god! I, I don't know. I, I think like like it's it's a it's you know it's like a retro low poly. A, you know, kind of minimalist aesthetic. It feels like to me visually, uh, but also the music in this game, this, the the sound design in this game is fucking great. Yeah. So uh, it was really cute. Like it's so cute. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes I have like little like I don't know. It sounds like little kids singing or something or this or whatever. But it's like cute, cutesy music. I guess there's um the genre 
heavily represented in this game is Shibuya K, which is sort of like a bossa nova, a Japanese bossa nova mm. uh, sound that was heavily influenced by my favorite band of all time, Pizzicato 5. And the lead singer of Pizzicato 5 ended up singing a track for the sequel to Katamari Damacy. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, let's hear a little bit of um, The Lonely Rolling Star, which has been my ringtone since this game came out. This game was extremely influential to my life. It actually changed the course of my life. Uh, let me turn it down a little yeah. bit. So uh, when I first moved back to the United States from Amsterdam, mm-hmm. uh, I was watching an anime called Genshiken, which was about a group of people who loved video games and they all hung out. And I was like, I wish I had friends. So I went online and looked up local anime and video game clubs. It's uh-huh. amazing. And I love this story already. And joined one and then didn't speak for the first two times I went. And then I was like, I can't go here anymore. I'm, I feel like I'm going to be sick. Uh, uh-huh. So then I went home and I was like, okay, where else could I talk about video games? And I had never thought to go on a forum before. Right. So I looked up indie video game websites. And the one of the ones that popped up was Insert Credit which I've talked about before on this podcast. Uh, And on their forum, one of their first topics was Katamari Damacy. And I was like, what's Katamari Damacy? So I went to Best Buy, bought the game, played it that day. And I was like, these guys are great. This is brilliant. This game's incredible. (laughs) And I started posting on the forum and that led directly to me becoming a video game journalist. Whoa. Because I started writing for them. Then I wrote, then they snuck me into E3 then I snuck myself into an Edge magazine uh, meeting, and that's how I became a games journalist. Wow. It's because amazing. of Katamari Damacy. That's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. You have too many amazing stories associated with the games on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't compete with this. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, fucking crazy. So, I didn't come talk about WarioWare and talk about how fucking it helped me get through some tragedy in my life. Or I don't have anything like that. I didn't say that about WarioWare. No, but I'm saying that's what I don't have the equivalent of what the story you just shared about our other games. S- start living large, buddy. I think you need to get out there. Just like create something and then make it about a certain game. You're telling yeah. me that Wario Aware isn't inspired your entire personality. <laughs> <laughs> Chaotically jumping from one thing to the next every fifteen seconds, just generally making people unhappy. Um, uh, yeah, it's that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's this a, this game got you into game journalism. This game is the, so when I I got back from Amsterdam, I'd missed like two years of video gaming because their games lagged behind in publishing in Europe. So the games that were coming out one when I was leaving were games that had started coming out when I moved here. Oh, wow. There, So there was like a, a section of games, God of War, Katamari Damacy, and a few others that just happened while I was there. Because this came out in 2004 and I moved back in 2005. Uh, and so it was also, it was on sale at Best Buy. Like it was like, I don't know, fucking $15 or mm-hmm. some shit. Wow. Um, so that was, I mean, it. like I loved it so much. I I also wasn't the person who recommended it for the podcast. Because I love it so much, I'm like, we'll never talk about this. (laughs) But it's fucking weird. It's like a weird, this is like one of the weirder games. And I I think it's kind of like, 
I I think it's like in you talk about this related to Goose Game, but it has kind of like led to all these fucking weird ass indie games as well, right? Like, yeah, I, feel I like think that's so. A big part of it. I think we could give it that credit. I think, I think it's a really like it'd be a really good game if you're at the airport and you just want to like, you know, roll over animals. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys are fixated on the animals that you can I'm, roll up. I literally hunt on Red Dead too. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, you start and and early on you learn that that living creatures can obstruct your your progress, and also that by running into solid barriers, uh, you can uh, you can shed some of your katamari, some of the objects that you've accumulated from rolling up. So when you actually reach the stage where you can roll over animals for the first time, it is like a crazy moment. Like when you could run into a bird and you're like, oh, that bird is now, that pigeon is now a part of my and catamaran. flapping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah also, there's something very satisfying about um, ro- when you start rolling over people and they're just like horrified. And Because I just like, I think about like if I was, if I was a woman with a stro- like baby in my stroller and then a fucking gigantic boulder rolled over to me and I adhered to it and just kept rolling. Like, that would be the most terrifying thing imaginable. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Of course I'd panic. Also because you wouldn't be able to see who's controlling it because he's five centimeters tall. You'd have no idea what was going on. you have no context for this disaster you were enduring. And then there's also the, like, I, man, it's so satisfying when the cops are shooting at you and you can just roll over them. <laughs> Because they just like to them, you're a monster. They're like, like kill this monster, and they're doing. They're using the only, the literally the one weapon in their arsenal, and you just fucking bulldoze them, and, and they join your fucking colony. I think that the the the, I think that the aesthetic of the game is the game, but mm. also I wonder. If you made a photorealistic Katamari Damacy, would that be enjoyable? <laughs> I wonder. I kind of feel like no. Because then they would have to include, it would make it awkward because then yeah. they would have to include blood or something or like, I don't know. Like, yeah. If it's like a realistic sort of, I don't know, if it was like a Call of Duty or not Grand Theft Auto right. sort of game, then, you know, you're going to, your limbs would have to form into this ball thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it would just I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I agree it'd with be, you. It'd have to be graphic. They'd have to include graphics of that nature. I don't know. Yeah. So, giraffics. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Giraffics. Because you, you do get, I do, you you forgive a lot of the logic in the game. Like, like wait, wouldn't that crush a car's windshield with rolling over yeah. it? You forgive that because of, of, of the low poly aesthetic. I was going to say because of the shape of the people and the animals. It's, they're yes. blockier than they would be. You know, in the real world. So you, when you roll over them, you're sort you don't expect to see blood. But I'm also thinking they're not hurt because of the shape that they are. This doesn't hurt them. It's just yeah. annoying. Yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just terrifying. Yeah, but like if it were if it were real, it would be. This would be. Yeah, what you were saying, the scariest thing that could happen to you. Um, I speaking of <laughs> speaking of blocky characters, the Hoshino family yeah. that you see in interstitials. So there's a B plot to the game where a family is uh, their father is an astronaut. Father's an astronaut, yeah, and he can't go to the moon because the stars have all disappeared and the moon, I think. Right. And then you follow their story as a B story to the prince and king's main story. Yes. And and, and as that keeps progressing and they, they look kind of like Playmobil figures, uh, you know, they're very square. Um, I, I really I mean, I really like these cutscenes. They're super duper short. They're fucking weird as hell. 
Uh, and then they eventually like it, it, you know, it's just sort of progressing there. Oh, it's it's there's it's super duper gradual. That's what it is. It's like they'll be in one. They're like, like, look, dad's going to the moon. And then the next one will be them, them like getting in the car to go see their dad at the moon. And they'll be arriving at the shuttle launch trying to say hi to their dad. Uh, My, on the switch when I played it, I didn't toggle any audio and it was Japanese by default. By default on the on reroll, yeah. Are there are are there English voices on the switch switch version? I didn't even check. I didn't notice. Uh I didn't notice. Because either. the original VO on the PS2 version is fucking hilarious. Can we really? play? Can we put they're like, oh look, it's dad. He's it's like that kind of tone <laughs> on purpose. But it's like intentionally flat, right? Yeah, it's intentionally flat. Like everything in the game. Yeah, because I remembered it being, I, I remembered it being in, in English uh, on the PS2. Come along, it's time to go. <laughs> okay. Oh, this little voice. This just in: the stars have suddenly vanished from the sky. The cause is being investigated. It's got a great sense of humor. Yeah, the it game does. is hilarious. It's very, very funny. Um, I liked it that the that the father when he brings his prince to like when he was explaining Earth, he was like, "People will wave at you. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> you." <laughs> Can you play just the intro, the very first intro theme? <laughs> this feels like the demo track that somebody recorded yes. to remind them of a good tune. I think that's what happened, isn't it? This? Yeah. I think he recorded this to say this is what the song is and then just decided to use this in lieu of what the composer made. Really? That's my understanding of where this came from. Maybe it's apocryphal, but that's what I remember hearing. That's incredible. Yeah. I feel like this needs to be my ringtone. <laughs> just so people are like, what is that? That's I had no idea. That's awesome. Well, I don't know. I feel vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for our final thoughts uh, about this game. We're going to go around the table. We'll say, you know, what we liked, what we didn't know. Something we liked about it. And then give it a numerical score uh, out of 10. You know, like a review crew. It's time for the review crew. <laughs> we're having fun so, we're having fun so nick why don't you start or do i start because i that's fine no. i'm happy I, I can start you want me to start i feel like you guys should go first and then because i need to Great. know what your guys's thing is here's on. my positive thing the box art for this game is fucking great. It's like, I think this is like an all-time great box art. It's 100%. the it's the fucking, uh, you got these two cows in the foreground, you got a big rainbow over the horizon, you got mountains in the background, and then you've just got a fucking Katamari rolling over a cityscape like a kaiju, just fucking... <laughs> To, just with everything attached to it, there's a there's a giant octopus, there's a plane, um, there's a uh, there's a train, there's a soccer stadium, a cruise ship, there's a cruise ship. It's just all like clustered on there, and it just gives you such a great set, great like what on earth is this? But also, if you know what the game is, 
it's just it's just so so perfectly encapsulates what the experience is. I love this game. I'm going to say we can't give every good game a 10. So I'm going to give this one the score that I think I would give it if I if I'd play the, the score that I think I would give it when I played it for the first time on PlayStation 2, which is an 8.8. Whoa. I think it's I think it's an, an excellent game. It's it's super duper good. Yeah, maybe I'll go higher. I'll say 9.1. This is a 9.1. All right. Um, I, my thoughts about this game are that it changed my life, uh, but also that the opening cinematic is among the most celebratory things that I've ever seen start a game. It's a bunch of like geese quacking, but singing the song that we've just heard. Mm -hmm. Um, but my takeaway, my favorite part is that when you are transported anywhere in the game, it's uh, by your father who says Royal Rainbow. Oh, hell yeah. And then he vomits <laughs> a rainbow at you, yes. which then sucks you up into his, I don't know, like region. It, and that's that's the best way to travel ever, <laughs> yeah. ever in a video game that isn't actually the actual action of traveling. So um, I think you're right. We can't give every good game uh, a 10. So I'm going to score this a 10. Matt? <laughs> uh, this was my first time playing this game. I was uh, aware of it when it was out uh, here in the States. I just ne- I never picked it up, but I was always something that I was like, I think one day I will play this. I knew for sure that I would play it and that I would enjoy it, and I was happy to be correct. I, I-, I enjoyed playing this game. This is one of the few games that we uh, played here that I will play after we're <laughs> done recording this. Like I'm very excited to finish this game. Uh, I got to... Um, I don't love the controls, and I know that's an issue with the Switch thing, so I got to say, I'm going to give this game an 8. Very right. good score. So I guess now, I guess I have to rate it. <laughs> Go for it, Johnny. So, something, something positive about the game. I give it a like 1. No, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm so kidding, I'm kidding. Jesus. <laughs> I'm kidding. I thought it was such a cute game. It It reminds me of so much of, like, my nostalgia games that I played right. um, on Nintendo, actually. So I think it 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 brings a lot of nostalgic memories and feelings. So I think the feeling-wise, the nostalgia-wise, and I liked... I didn't like the, the tutorial. I just thought the tutorial could have been shorter, mm-hmm. like less talky, more play, you know, because he was like, <laughs> you don't get to skip past the father. I'm like... Okay, Dad. I don't want to hear that. I'm like the fact that there's no options to skip. I'm like there has to be an option to skip this because I feel like most people like that are gamers. We figure it out. We don't need to be like hearing what he Dad has to say. So I think just the the tutorial part of it. I'm like, man. I'm like, this is taking half an hour just to go through like reading what he has to say. So I guess um, I'm gonna give it. I don't know what you guys normally write. I feel like I'm going to be an asshole. With no, you're no, gonna be no, fine. no. Okay, I'm going to give it a seven point five. But it is a game that I will play again. It's, I'm definitely going to download it on my Nintendo Switch for sure. And I feel like I need to explore this on my next like plane journey. Nice. Yes, my next travels. I'm I'm bringing it with me. It's a great plane game. I mean, I do. I I am someone who I was playing this in a fucking coffee shop, and I am someone who like moves with the, the controller <laughs> when I'm when I'm especially in this one. There's like a lot of like leaning and stuff, so I was a little self conscious about that. But yeah, a, a great a great pickup and play travel game. I'll say this that that 
if you're out there, I mean, we, we said there are some issues maybe with the Switch port, but I think overall it's a very good port. I think yeah. I have a different yes. opinion if, if it was on a PS4. I feel right. like. I feel like I just, I'm holding the, the like, Switch right now. And I just feel, it feels foreign to me with the whole, because you have to do the two joysticks right. thing. And, and I didn't really like that. Yeah, I do think it suffers not having a symmetrical yes. uh, joystick. Yeah, it's it's maybe a little weird, but I will. I but again, you know, if this is the platform that you have available to you, and you've you've missed this game, and you've always been curious about it, I think it is on sale on sale at the eShop right now, or at least was recently. Uh, I think it's a good enough port where you get a sense of the game. And oh, I, for sure, I, I, I'm I'd definitely playing it. it. I will definitely yeah. play it for sure. And I and I feel like I'm a hit or miss. Like I'll play a game, I'll mess around with it, mm-hmm. and if I don't like it, I will never play it again. But I will play this again. Well, there you game. go. So maybe maybe I'll move it up to seven point eight. Hey, wow. all right. I just moved it up. Yeah, 7.8 out of a Damn. million. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a high score. Uh, I, those are our thoughts, but you know what? Um, Nick, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong? Maybe we're wrong. We've got some reviews from the internet that are um, decidedly less positive about uh, this Katamari Damacy. Uh, would you like to go first or should I? Uh, sure, I can. I, I got one. I got a quick one. This okay. is a Metacritic user review from Harry Potter K. This game has no meaning to you. Roll stuff around. No fun, really. The guy has a butt chin. It sells for too much. The graphics are okay, but the game really sucks. Waste of time and money. Zero out of ten. He's referring to the king, obviously. <coughs> king of Cosmos with that butt chin remark. What's wrong with butt chin? I, don't, I, I got no problem with him. This guy's probably pissed off about Batfleck. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's his beard. I don't think this is butt. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a goatee? I do think his beard hair is filling in the crack of his butt Mm, chin. Okay. That's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. He's got he's got butt. That's okay. He's got a little bit of butt chin. It's fine. We've got butt and big old dick. Uh, I've got a review from uh, from the year 2004 on Amazon by the writer Snap. If you've not played this game, it's basically the video game equivalent of 52-card pickup. There's a reason it's only selling for 19 bucks. It's short. It looks bad. It is not very much fun to play. You are basically introduced by some lame story where you have to collect trash and build stars. (laughs) The characters who do this look terrible, and you are expected to basically read about 10 minutes of dialogue before you start to do anything remotely interesting. For lack of better description... It is too Japanese. Oh, my God. Whoa. Too weird for most people. Uh, Some people might enjoy this game, but it definitely falls in the rent, but don't buy category regardless of price. Yuck, one star. (laughs) Uh, This is a Metacritic user review from Hater of K, and boy, this guy lives up to his name. This is by far the worst game of all time. Anyone (laughs) who likes to play this game needs to get a life and grow up, unless you're a kid. And then I can see that you would like this. It has the worst music of anything I have ever heard, and the characters are so freaking dumb, they make me want to hurt someone. If I could, I would flat out slap the creator in the face. Zero out of ten. Oh, my God. Wow. Someone hurt that person. Literally. I purchased Catamary Damacy for my granddaughter after reading some of the reviews that really (laughs) praised this game. This has to be the worst game that I have in my PlayStation 2 collection. <laughs> and I have over 100. There's no plot. 
My granddaughter absolutely hates it. <laughs> Even though it's not that expensive, PlayStation should pay customers to play this silly game. <laughs> One star. <laughs> I like this character work you went into. <laughs> I, the, my takeaway from this review is that there's a there's a gaming grandma out yeah, there with a granny. hundred title deep library for her grandkids. Well, I brought all. I, I swear, with Thanksgiving time, you have to have games to play. I guess you got to entertain That's a lot true. of yeah, people. Yeah, Christmas time, games to play. <laughs> Not Katamari Damacy. <laughs> <laughs> that gentleman has too large a dick. <laughs> uh, I also have one with some a family connection. This one I picked. It's it's not a pan. It's a three out of five. But I just this is such a, just a baffling domestic situation is implied by this. As a GameStop user review, title "My Husband's Choice." My husband has been playing this game on his PC and wanted me to play, so I bought it. It's a very interesting game and has its fun moments. You live to you're you're you can't play on your husband's computer. <laughs> what is going on? What sort of fucking hentai torrent is he running? He doesn't let you mess around with his computer. You want to buy your own copy of the game? What are you doing? Ten stars. <laughs> okay. Uh, great. So uh, those are some of the worst reviews for the game that we like. <laughs> let's... let's Let's go. Why don't we answer some questions from Twitter about Katamari Damacy here in the question block? Here we are. Okay. This one is from at Zappa Video on Twitter. For the film or TV adaptation, who would you want to portray the king of all cosmos? Ooh, boy. That's a, t- that's a tough question. I guess it would be more of a, a voice casting, right? Because I don't think we're we're physically realizing this Adam guy. Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver's pretty good. I he, guess if you want to get that body, you kind of have to do Terry Crews. I think that's the closest you get to. You think he's that, that jacked? Physique. This guy's fucking jacked. I think he's jacked, but he's not Terry Crews jacked. You see Terry Crews picture recently? Terry Crews is very vascular. This guy doesn't have that level of vascularity, but he's in great shape. Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shauna, you, you you experienced this game for a little bit. Any any dream casting for the king? Hmm. I would say Molly Shannon, and then her her just go to town. With her. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would watch. I would totally watch that. Fucking <laughs> 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 making a Katamari Damacy movie with Molly Shannon. And she got jacked as shit. <laughs> Uh, this one's from at Rabbit Quarter on Twitter. <laughs> that name got me good. Uh, this game eventually became like meditation to me. What games soothe you? Wow, this is a great question. Sort of prescient too, because you were saying, Shauna, that your happy place is Twitch streaming. Yeah, I mean, I guess like my soothing game just is me. It's actually, I would say. Just Red Dead because you're mm. just walking around picking flowers for your. I, I'm making Red Dead sound stupid, but <laughs> <laughs> you could you have a choice in the uh, PvP version of making concoctions and medicines and hunting and whatever. So if I feel like I don't feel like doing anything, like I feel like playing a game, but I don't feel like being in it, just Red Dead too. Just you know, living life. Yeah, I think I, I there is something about 
I got a similar feeling from like Breath of the Wild, which we've talked about, but also WoW. When I played WoW, I was just like, I would get addicted to it, but I also, it would feel kind of like, okay, I'm just sort of in this world, making progress, gradually collecting things, filling up bars. It does, it does feel kind of like a meditative experience. I am trying to think of what the classic one for me is. It might honestly be, again, it, you know, because kind of a, a click fest, fest, it's kind of frantic, so that might seem contra-meditative, but... I get I go get that feeling from like Diablo 2 when I was like really just into like just just leveling and just, you know, again, just making things, making bars go up yeah. like like that. That to me is just like, oh, OK, I'm, I'm just sort of like having this experience and living in the moment as I'm playing this. I guess also I guess FTL lately because it kind of has like a trippy feel. Mm. That's one that's kind of like I, I can go to and just just suck some hours away in, in kind of a meditative fashion. Heather, you get anything come to mind? Well, I read a review that reframed Dragon Quest for me so that it was uh, the bedtime game. You play oh, it, yes. You play it for about 45 minutes before you go to bed, and that's how you play Dragon Quest. And that is what yeah. I did mm-hmm. is I would play it before bedtime. Or, I mean, play it in bed. Yeah. Time to go to sleep. <laughs> Got to play a little Dragon Quest. Yeah. And I would say that's the closest I come to a meditative game. Mm. Um, I play Dragon Quest in a very different way. I turn on Draconian mode, playing with super strong monsters. Uh, player character dies, game over. And uh, it's, yeah, it's not exactly. You're holding your breath the whole time. I'm holding my breath the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For me, right now, it's Yoshi's Crafted World. I feel like uh, it's such a a sweet game. Nothing too scary happens to it. And I'm like, oh, what, this little cotton ball looking ass thing is going to scare me? No way. (laughs) I I like that. (laughs) I love that. And everyone just looks so soft and sweet. So it's just like a, it's just, it's just a nice game. But my, like, I can turn my brain off and just, like wreck half pipes and like Tony Hawk three. Oh, that's all a great day. answer. It's so yeah. fun just to just like go in like stages you're familiar with. Just replay some of those stages. I don't. Ha- I don't. My brain is off doing that. It doesn't work when I'm playing that game because it's just like I'm in a zone. Right. Yeah. Pushing buttons, making combos. Uh, this next one is from at Ernie Hickson on Twitter here. Uh, if you could roll up things in real life, what would be the most satisfying things to roll up? My insecurities. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could lonely rolling star my insecurities up and all of all of my all of them. Everyone like you would like it like a like a foam roller oh. that you would roll that ball over your body and it would pull all yeah. of the negative energy wow. out of you. Oh, that's like a really that'd be a really good invention. Be fucking yeah, be come on, scientists, make it happen. Yeah, come on, scientists. Yeah. What are they doing? Do your job. That just made me think maybe. The Katamari ball wouldn't hurt. Maybe it would actually be like a really good like massage tool. It could what be, if it would yeah. hurt, help your back real good? Yeah, until you were sandwiched between the Katamari behind you and a building in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would like to roll up the mess in my house, like the dirty dishes. Oh yeah, you know you mm. can just put this roll this, but it's a selective rolling. It, it's like oh the bed's there, leave it alone. You know, like the desk is there, just like the couch is there, but we'll grab the like dirty clothes and. Whatever whatever and you just like have a clean house every single day there's a there's a tool for your car that is that what it's a it's a sticky ball and it's you you can squish it into like the console of your car to pull dust and, okay. and junk out oh, of your interesting. stuff 
So, I mean, huh. it's not quite, but when you said cleaning sticky, I was like, oh shit, I've seen that. <laughs> it's not for a house. Real life. It's not for a house, it's for a car. Okay. I think Nick and I have a similar answer, though. Oh, no. Freaking weed, right, buddy? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Roll up a sweet little joint. Yeah, we'll roll a fucking jazz cigarette. <laughs> Get fucking blazed. We're cool. We're real uh, cool. <laughs> this one is from at Pantsless Aaron. Put some pants on, buddy. Uh, I heard about Katamari and legit thought it sounded stupid until I played it. What games did you think would never work that eventually proved you wrong? Ooh, boy. Overwatch. I hated Overwatch for three wow. fucking weeks. Wow. wow. I played it because um, one of my fans bought me the game. I'm like, please, please play it. And I'm like, this is dumb. I'm like, <laughs> I was so frustrated. Because it, it's, it's a game where you have to understand other characters yes. or other heroes. So, And then now it's my favorite game. So who wow. would have thunk? I, I still don't like Overwatch. But that three weeks. story. You need to do it for three weeks. That story inspires <laughs> me to try it again. Um, I don't, let's say I'm trying to think of an, of an answer. Oh, you know what? I have an answer for this and it's a game I already mentioned and it, it's pretty recent. So I, I loved into the breach into the breaches fucking immediately hooked me. It's, it's, you know, uh, this roguelike with, with mechs versus bugs. It's, it's this tactical, uh, game that it's, it's so fucking good. And the same developer made FTL. So I played into the breach first. I missed FTL, which I like came out in like 2012 or something like that. 2014, maybe. And I finally got back, got into it last year, but it took me like, I just, I played it a bunch. It's fucking, it's a roguelike where you don't feel like you're making progress for a while. And, and it was very frustrating to keep getting my ship fucking exploded. And I was just like, this kind of sucks. I even reached a point where I like tweeted out to people like, hey, does this get better? Is this game just like not as good as Into the Breach? And people were like, no, stick with it. So I was like, all right, fuck it. And I literally have put in like 200 hours of the game at this point because I just like kept playing it, the same sort of experience. And it fucking hooked me. And now I like, I love this game. Now this game is fucking impeccably designed. Um, but yeah, it, t- it took me a while to warm up to it. I think I'm having this experience with the game Control. Oh. Which is that everybody has told me it's incredible. And I was like, eh. And then I started playing it, and I was like, ugh, I really don't like this. And as I'm going through the game, I'm like, okay, I enjoy the way this plays a lot, but I'm not, I really don't like the aesthetic of the game mm-hmm. or the or the tone of it. Uh but the actual mechanics and I feel like the con- use of the controller itself is really rewarding in control. But that's the closest I can come to answering this question, which is because I don't prejudge a game because I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Oh, yeah. That's all I got for the questions. Uh, hit us up with your questions at getplayedpod, getplayedpod at gmail.com. Uh, before I drive this car off of a cliff, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yes. Um, you could follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Shauna Baker. It's Shauna with a U. And also Twitch, twitch.tv slash Shauna Baker. Follow me. Why? Thank you so much, Shauna, Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. It was, was so much fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what's next week's game? Uh, next week's game, Catherine. Now I'm going to kill us all. Meet me. Meet me, meet me. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Don't forget to follow me. Oh, my God. <laughs>